Welcome to the Young Pro Podcast, where our goal is to better equip people working with young adults to grow God's kingdom. Today, we are beginning a new mini-series on the CLOCS process of evangelism to radical discipleship. This is our very own process that attempts to give a full view on how to bring large groups of people from being completely opposed to Christianity to radical discipleship. I'm your host, Travis Wiesenberg, and this is the Young Pro Podcast. Okay, Young Pros, before we jump into the CLOCS process episode, I want to take us through where we've been so far and how the CLOCS process brings all of these things together. First, I'm going to ask that you click into the description of this episode and follow the link to the CLOCS diagram so you can visualize what we're talking about. This is just going to be very helpful as we're going to be calling out different things on the document, different names, different terms that are going to be used throughout the episodes going forward and especially in this mini-series. So, so far we've talked about the young professional reality, which gave you insight on what young professionals are dealing with and how intentional community is something that they are really longing for, whether they're Christian or not. We also talked about go and come work and learned about the importance of how uh, to be on mission in our daily lives. The information that we covered there is going to be incorporated mainly into the reach section of this CLOCS process. If you have your handy sheet in front of you already, you're already doing great. That's the C-level and lock one and lock two section of the process. Then we spent some time on intentional love and those practical skills are needed throughout this whole process. And as Mike Giles said, if you're able to catch our last podcast in the Lansing YPO, we shouldn't actually discriminate on who we use our intentional love skills on. Whether it's someone brand new that you're getting to know, someone you've been discipling for years, or a brother or sister that has been your peer for a decade. The concept and action behind the concept of intentional love is critical to the CLOCS process and also just the whole, the whole Christian walk. Another important building block we have in place so far to allow us to, to fully launch ourselves into using the CLOCS process is our environment, environments, events, and programs podcast. That podcast will be critical to have listened to as we move forward with this new mini series as it lays it down a foundation to what kind of modes you should be using for different steps or or locks, as we call them in this process. That podcast also highlights some key differences between events and environments and why you would do one over the other in different circumstances. So I definitely recommend that one before jumping into this. So here we are at the CLOCS process, created by Mike, brought to you today by Young Pro, and with the hope that this will allow you and your team to bring groups and individuals from non-belief or non-following to radical, full-hearted discipleship within the Christian body. From the team at Young Pro, we bring you part one of understanding the CLOCS process. In this episode, we'll look to give you a high-level look at what the process is trying to accomplish and how young professional outreaches serve a very important role in this process for the whole Christian body.
This is part one of understanding the Sealox process. Okay, so we we just just walked you guys through some of the stuff we've been covering, and we're leading to this point right now where we're going to break down our our key key process called the Sea Locks process from evangelism to landing in a community as a radical disciple. But I think uh, I think a good question is just why why are we doing this? Why did we come up with a process that takes that goes across the whole gamut like this? Good question. Um, you know, I think people oftentimes get what God intends somewhat wrong. Mm. Uh, we, we, we think a lot about, like, uh, God sent the Son into the world to save my soul. Jesus would have died on the cross if it was just me. Right. That's true. Right. But it's not the whole reason why Jesus was sent into the world. Mm. In fact, God's purpose for us is, yes, to build the kingdom of heaven, to gain heaven. But his purpose is also for us to belong to the body of Christ here on earth. Therefore, God's purpose in some ways is for us to belong to a body while we live here. Belonging. In fact, we'll come back to that regularly. That Belonging is hugely important. Um, when we think that God wants us to be fulfilled, another way to say it is God wants us to be filled full. How do we get filled full? Well, we get filled full by having great relationships with people who love one another, not just mm. love God, but then call us on to love God. That's what it means to be to be fulfilled. So that's what we're trying to get at in kind of like the big picture view is understanding this is what God wants for us. And then the question is, how do we bring other people into the great blessing that we've received? Mm. Right. So, so what we're looking at is something that we call the locks diagram, but... It, what exactly to someone who's never seen this? And, and guys, I hope you're, I hope you're looking at this. Uh, uh, we have the link to in the description. It's really key that you're kind of visualizing this, this process with the, with the, with the actual lock system in front of you. But what, what are we looking at here? Yeah. So, uh, in some ways, this is just explaining what's the process. What's our process or what's one way to understand the process of going from, no knowledge of God, no interest in, in in the Lord, into full participation, landing somehow in the in the body of Christ. That's what we're looking at for the for the process. And this chart gives you just an, an understanding of what that process of evangelization and bringing people into full discipleship and full uh, participation in the body of Christ looks like. Mm, great, great. So. I guess just the first thing that jumps out to me is is in the top left. There's these these four uh, four words. It's, it's reach, call, form, and send, and then land. What what are these words? What are they trying to say? What are they trying to speak to? Sure, good, good question. Um, the uh, the process coming in goes actually from the bottom to the top. First, you're trying to reach people. Then you're calling them to commitment to the Lord. Then you're bringing them into discipleship and, and formation and sending them into the mission and then landing them uh, eventually in, in the body. So it works. Uh, uh, that's the way that it, that it works. Um, and the main thing that we're, we're looking at for young professionals outreach is, is really the, what's called the reach and the call levels, the first four, uh, locks. Um, 
Let me just explain what I mean by the locks because yeah. that's a pretty key concept when you're looking at the diagram. Uh, the idea of sea level is, you know, where are people who have no interest in in, uh, in the Lord? Now, we use it, I'll say some more, but it's actually the welcome level as much as it is just sea level. But the way that a lock works is you come in from the ocean and then um, you enter a lock that's at sea level and then doors close behind you and then they let water fill in the lock and it raises the boat. Then they open the doors in front of the boat and it's able to go into the next level mm. uh, of... of uh, uh, so you're raising the boat through a system of locks. And similarly, what we're trying to do is we're trying to raise people into the next phase of the Christian life where they take it more and more seriously and engage the Lord more and then eventually uh, engage the, the body of Christ more, become more and more of an in, intentional uh, disciple. So the lock system just kind of helps you understand each of the different steps or each of the different phases or each of the different locks that moves us up into a deeper and deeper relationship with the Lord and his body here on earth. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I really like the how it is possible in this process that someone, anybody with any preconceived notion of Christianity can come into this process. We're not, they don't have to meet any, any kind of bar. Uh, sometimes the sea is very rocky for some people. Some people have been out there for years and they're a little bit weathered from a couple of storms and they're just, but there's still an avenue for them to come in. And I think that's something that a lot of processes like this are missing. So what should what should YPOs mainly mainly be looking at with this? Sure, good question. Um, I think that the key thing is how to get started. I mm. think that's the question that most people ask, right. which is, okay, you've got this great community thing here that uh, I understand how you can get involved in that, but how do we do outreach? You know, and yeah. therefore it's why we call the first level reach because it is outreach. It's reaching out to others. It's reaching them in uh, initial phases of, of building relationship. And let me go back to the word sea level, sea level or the welcome level or the belonging level or that initial contact level. People can, can come into uh, that welcome phase who are, you know, they're, they're churchgoers. Uh, maybe they're already baptized in the spirit. Maybe mm. they already know the Lord or maybe they are actually hostile to Christianity. Mm. And part of what you're trying to do is you're trying to have an environment uh, at the very beginning, a sea level environment, which is just simply a welcoming environment, because mm. the first thing is helping them enter into relationships and get that sense of belonging. Um, so that's that's that first sea level environment, and it should just have that 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 welcoming uh, sense. Then you might be bringing them into deeper, 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 and deeper kinds of. Christian environments and Christian events. Uh, we've talked about events and environments. So you have a, a, a casual Christian who's who's able to come to something. They're not really interested in a re, real deep, long, profound, personal discussion of God, but they're open hmm. to talking about God. Yeah. Well, and then something starts to happen, and they become more than just casual. They're starting to be actually quite interested. Um, they become what we have on the lot diagram as an intentional Christian. They're mm. actually um, 
engaging their faith more substantially. Uh, and those are kind of all reach level environments. People may be in any one of those locks when they come in. In fact, you don't just come in from sea level. You can kind of come in at lock one or lock two mm-hmm. uh, uh, as easily as you can uh, in, in at, at sea level. So part of what we're trying to do is just describe what does that, the, the reach and the call levels, what do those, those look like? Great, great. Yeah, I, that's, that's, that's good stuff. I think a lot of people get lost on where to start. And I think just having a, a, a process like this and understanding where it's leading to and the next step that, that people can take. And in your, in your experience, has this always happened? Is there any time where people maybe come in at a sea level and then next step they're at lock three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Um, people go through these locks at different speeds. Sure. Um, so you do have people who, who don't know, uh, the Lord at all who are coming and saying, I finally decided I want to. Yeah. And then you have people who've been sitting in church all of their lives and they go, I am fine right where I am. I'm not really interested mm. in moving up to the next level. So you always have this kind of pastoral engagement question with people. What are they, are they ready for taking the next step? And it implies that you've got to have some sort of a feel for, uh, where they're at. You have to have some mm. sort of understanding of that. They have to have some sort of level of trust in, with you, in you. And then you invite them to take the next step to come up one lock. And whether that lock is then to, to come to a Bible study or a men's night or a life in the spirit seminar. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people come from nowhere right into a life in the spirit seminar, which is what we call lock three. Right. Uh, and then I've seen people just camp out at lock one or lock two. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I think there's, there's that common thread of just intentionality of calling them to the next lock, not just that they're, they're in the lock slowly moving up and not knowing what happens, but there's a, there's a Bible study that now they weren't going to, now they're committed to. Then there's a life in the spirit seminar that they weren't doing. They're at Bible study and they were comfortable and they realized, okay, maybe I want to take that next step. And I think that's that that threat of intentionality is so important to help people make themselves make the decision instead of having people make decisions for them. So last week I talked to to Mike Giles from Lansing, and he he spoke about his outreach that they mainly they mainly just do the reach and the call what you're talking about. But I think some people might have a question is why shouldn't YPOs do form form and send? Sure, good question. Uh, exactly. Uh, part of it is. Uh, should the whole body do some things? You go, well, yes, but different parts do different things. Hmm. Um, you know, so the arm does something different than the eye does. Um, it's also the case that the, the more intensive and more significant formation takes place in a different context. Uh, it has a lot more teaching involved in it, et cetera, et cetera. And you actually have to know that stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like, why can't I teach upper level physics? I mean, I already understand that when you drop a ball, it falls to the ground. It's called gravity. Right. You know, yeah, that doesn't qualify you to teach upper level physics yet. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, um, there's a lot of people who, if you're going to do outreach, you need people who are working in that environment, in, in that environment. And some people are really good at that, especially. Mm. Uh, and they're better at doing that than they are something further along, say, or, or further into discipleship. So, um, and, and a lot of our communities are set up to receive people who are already interested in mm. becoming intentional disciples, 
but they're not really set up nearly as well to do the the outreach and evangelistic event where you've got to have some time to waste on people. Let's just yeah. put it that way. You've got to have the time to be able to say, hey, I'm uh, loving these folks and doing the right right kinds of things. Let me also note that I think the, the, the toughest lock on this chart, it's called lock four, it's informal discipleship. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually the one where you bring... You've brought people through a Life in the Spirit seminar. They've really given their lives to the Lord. They've really responded. And then the question becomes serious, which is, do I really want this to change my life? Yeah. Um, and you're bringing them uh, from, I like the God bit. I'm not sure I like all of the rest of it. You know, the, the say the morality or you're mm. helping them learn how to pray or the real things that moves yeah. them forward as a disciple, you go, that's the, one of the trickiest locks, in fact. Mm. And you have to be in that lock in the right way and know how to, to work that lock. That's one of the one of the trickiest things in putting a YPO together with a community is you go, lock four. Mm. That is the one that we'll get into it a whole lot more as we yeah. go through this, this system. But it is really the, the trickiest. The, the reach part of it, you know, it's wherever people are, move them on to the next phase. Mm-hmm. And when they're ready to go through a Life in the Spirit seminar or something like that, where you really call them to personal commitment to the Lord, then they're ready for that. And you do that, especially intentionally. You actually have to call forth a response from people so that they have really chosen, yes, I want this relationship with the Lord. I want to know Christ. Mm-hmm. I want to know the Holy Spirit and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that's really the call for a response phase. The reach phase is really how do we build a relationship with people and uh, continue to, to uh, give them a sense of, of uh, belonging and interest in uh, this way of life that you're manifesting amongst them of mm-hmm. love one another and love for God. Yeah, right. So would you say, I guess, the, the, the answer to the why not form and send for a YPO is, is mainly summed up in, in one? You got to know how to teach up a level, up level, up level, upper level physics before you can teach upper level physics. And then two, there's also just what we've talked about plenty of times is that there's a massive opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, would you say that those two are, are the main reasons why YPO should focus mainly on reach and call? Exactly. It's a phase of life question in some ways. You know? mm. So should we have all of our 50 year olds trying to do outreach to our 25 year olds? You go, well, that's not going to work as well as the 25 year olds doing outreach to the 25 <laughs> yeah, year olds yeah. because they're uniquely qualified because they're 25 years old. Um, so it works the other way as well. Right. You know, and you're looking at saying who is qualified, who's in the best position to be able to, uh, to, to do this. So that, that's certainly, uh, uh, a key uh, part of it. We need people in the field, and those mm. are the people who are best situated to be uh, in that field. Uh, and I, I think there's an enthusiasm and an opportunity, and you say, yes, you should take the opportunity that the Lord has before you right then and there. You'll be 50 soon enough. Uh, you know, you'll be 30 soon enough. Yeah. You know, life will, will continue to, to move on. And as you move on into those new phases, you do the things that are appropriate for those phases. Yeah. Young professional outreach is one of those phases where you say, we have the opportunity and we're in position to do this. Let's go for it. That's great. Well, let's do it. And with that being said, I think we filled in a little bit about big picture, what the locks diagram is. But the next podcast, we're actually going to go a little bit more uh, focused on what, what are the reach levels like? What should we be doing in them as a YPO, as we're trying to set up a YPO maybe? And so that's what we're going to handle next next podcast. But Mike, thank, thank you for coming on as always. 
Great to be here. And uh, yes, they will need the, the diagram on the next round of talks as well. We'll be working off of this for a while, I think. You might as well print it out, guys. You get a printer, print it out, and, and have it with your frame in if you want, and, and keep it ready. <laughs> so we're going to be using it in the next couple uh, shows. And thanks for listening, guys. If you're looking to be more in the mix of what is happening in the young professional space, go ahead and fill out the Google form that is in this episode description. Music today by Jazar and Strobotone, courtesy of Free Music Archive. We'd love it if you if you could like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it. But most important thing, though, is just sharing these podcasts and ideas with the people who are actually out in the field doing the work in this space. If you have any comments or suggestions or questions about this episode or the young professional space in general, please feel free to email the email in the description. We'll be back next week with part two of Understanding the Sea Locks Process mini-series. But until then, keep Ann Arbor YPO in your prayers as they finish out their Life in the Spirit seminar. But most of all, young pro listeners, keep building the kingdom. Peace.